0: What is up, Dr. said here, and as always, I'm teaching you how to dominate. Today we're talking about choosing a major. My goodness, I get bombarded by questions and variations of what should I major in, does it matter what I major in, should I minor, should I double major, all the time, and so I just wanted to simplify it. Let's cut everything else out, and I'm gonna give you the three steps you need to walk through and evaluate when choosing your major, if you wanna pick the best major for you to get into medical school. Let's go, guys. But stop making excuses, stop whining, stop, right, get at it. No excuses, just dominate. Before we really dive into today's episode, I want to remind you guys to check the show notes of each and every one of these episodes because I have special discounts, special teaching for you guys as it pertains to extending the episode and continuing your greatness so check the box below and in today's episode you will see an exclusive discount from my course how to dominate pre-med the definitive guide that covers everything you need to know for pre-med all right like i said i'm dr pine set and i'm as always here to help you dominate it is no excuses just dominate today we are talking about majors It it comes up all the time, and it's a point of anxiety because it's something that you choose once, right, and you can never change again in our minds. And people wonder about double majors and minors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that there's a lot of nuance to all of these things, so I wanted to simplify it, right? That's my job is to simplify pre-med and simplify college for you guys. So how do we simplify choosing a major? Here's how. And for you guys who have already picked your major, let's see if you're doing the right things with your major in alignment with these three things that you need to be doing Because if they're not, then you maybe need to make a change right now. It's never too late, you can change your major. So the very first thing you must consider, and as we talk about these three things, they're in order of importance. So as we learn the first rule, we learn the second, we learn the third rule, if your consideration in the second or the third rule, if it violates the first rule, then that doesn't work. And they must align top down, first, second, and third. And the first thing, when it comes to choosing a major, is choosing something that will allow you to excel both in the classroom and then also as a pre-med. And these are two extremely important distinctions that you must think about. And when we say excel, what does that mean to you guys? It's not enough just to get by. People say, oh, I'm gonna do well. No, 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 no. To get into medical school, you must be exceptional. Exceptional, truly. Don't let other people tell you otherwise. And so as part of that, We have to put ourselves in position to be that exception, to be that exceptional. And it starts in the classroom. And so when we talk about excelling in the classroom with a major, we want to pick something that we have already established some foundation of knowledge in. And of course, who you are as a freshman, who you are right now, is not who you are going to be, hopefully, right? Hopefully every day you're acquiring new knowledge. But... When it comes to pre-med, you don't have time to mess around with this and that and and to stumble. You've got to be excelling from day one. So you want to pick a major that you already have some skill set at so that way you hit the ground running and you're amplifying as opposed to stumbling and just trying to get your your footing just to be flat on the ground, right? So understand you must pick a major that you have some fund of knowledge in. The second part of that excelling in is that you want to pick a major that is going to have the support for you. So I've had students who were in a major because they were interested in it. They thought they could excel, but it was a school that was not designed to really teach that major and they didn't have the curriculum to support it, meaning the teachers weren't strong in that area and they also didn't have the support resources. Not enough TAs, not enough tutors in that area to support that. So that's something else you want to think about in terms of excelling. Then once we can excel in the classroom because we have a fund of knowledge, we have good teachers that are solid, and we have the support we need around us to excel there, we then also want to make sure that our major allows us to excel outside of just our classes. And what I mean by this is if you pick a major that is too work heavy, and this is what happens to engineers who are trying to be pre-med sometimes, if they don't necessarily have the study skills to step up to it, right? So how are your study skills? You must be a good enough studier to do well in your major while still having the time to do all the extracurriculars that are required. So if you pick a major that has a, a heavier workload than what your study skills will allow you to do, then you're not going to have the time and the energy to do the extracurriculars required to have a balanced application, and therefore your major is not attuned to you excelling outside the classroom and getting into medical school. And I say this, right, the, the I guess the corollary caveat to this is, is if you like a major, but it's lots of work, like engineering, right? Or like a hard, like a chemistry, those are hard majors, and there's lots of work involved in those. You don't necessarily have to pick a different major, but you then have to step your study skills and study strategy game up to meet that workload. If you know that your studying needs help, I would strongly advise you to sign up for my total student transformation, which includes my five pillars of studying less and getting better grades, This is a coaching program that will allow you to become the efficient, smart studier that you need to be to handle those difficult majors and to handle medical school and be successful. So if you're interested in checking that out, click below in the box, check that out so you can get those study skills up to par to handle the major you want. So does everybody understand point number one, which is to excel inside the classroom and outside the classroom. That's our first consideration and these next two considerations you're gonna learn cannot violate that first consideration. The second consideration is now that we know that we are going to Excel, the second thing we need to do is to Excel efficiently. So these are three E's you're going to be learning today. The second E, the first E was Excel. The second E is that you must pick a major that you can efficiently get through. And when I say efficient, not all majors require the same amount of classes slash the same work per class throughout the process and they don't require the same scheduling breakdown. And let's get into this. The first thing is the number of classes. So if you pick a major that requires all of these classes, that is going to make your pathway to medical school so much harder because then you still have to figure out where your prerequisites for medical school are going to fit in. So even though science majors like chemistry and biology, they have lots of class requirements, many of those major requirements overlap with medical school prerequisites. But if you pick a major and I had a student who was a math major and we sat down and we looked at their layout and what they would have in front of them, they had all of these classes, a ton of classes, and none of them qualified for the medical school prereqs so they would also have to do that and there was no way they could do it all in under six years. Like they would have to take them five plus years to be able to do that. And fortunately we saw this because his school actually has a limit where you have to graduate in five years or you have to pay some crazy amount of tuition over the top. And so by switching majors to something that was more in line with the prerequisites and then taking the math classes for fun, this student was able to have classes they're excited about, but still efficiently fulfill their pre-medical prerequisites. So we have to be efficient in terms of the number of classes that are required. The other thing that's a big deal is schedule flexibility. So math is another example. His schedule, the other thing we worked out, was that not all majors have such rigid series, whereas some majors have very rigid uh, sequential series. So with math, it was like math A, math B, math C, D, all the way through H, and then there were things you had to take concurrently and before and after, so it created a very rigid four-year track. If you're also trying to pre-med and get in pre-med prerequisites, they may be only offered at a certain time of day or a certain time of year and if those conflicted with the math major classes he wouldn't have been able to take them so when you guys go to pick your major that's going to affect your efficiency if you can't fit all the classes together side by side and you have to space them out overly long the other problem with that is that one of the things that medical schools are considering when they look at your transcript is the heaviness of your workload meaning did you take 3 to 4 classes at least a good number of terms to say that you're gonna be able to handle the heavy workload of medical school. Well, if you have a lot of schedule rigidity, it's gonna force you to take a lower number of classes each term because you're stretched out because you can't stack them because there's conflicts, and therefore you're not gonna be able to show that heavy workload that medical schools want to see. Do we see here? So it's an efficiency issue. So you wanna pick a major that's gonna allow you efficiently get what you need to get to medical school. That's our second E. Are you an efficient pre-med? Let's take a second and let's ask ourselves this question because I know so many pre-meds are just blowing in the wind. They're going here, they're going there, and they're zigzagging and they don't have any direction towards their med school dreams. And for you guys, we have to recognize this. Your dream is not just a pre-med. Saying you're a pre-med is not enough for you. What you really want is to tell people that you're a doctor. What you really want to do is change lives through your doctordom, through the healthcare, through the treatment you provide for patients. So if this is your dream, Have you done everything you can to make sure that you are absolutely informed about what you need to do? I encourage you again to check below in the show notes and check out my course, How to Dominate Pre-Med, The Definitive Guide, because I literally lay out from A to Z everything you need to know to get into medical school, to become a competent pre-med, and to get in. So check that out. Let's get back to the show. Are you guys all with me? Is this simple? Right? The first thing, make sure we pick a major that we can excel at. The second thing, make sure we pick a major that efficiently allows us to get through, because that's what it's about, guys. It's... It's about getting through pre-med so you can live your dream of becoming a doctor. That's what it's about. So that's the second E. Our third E, right, and again, this is the lowest of the the three values, but it still is important, is pick a major that you are excited about. Do that. Why? Because when you're excited, you're engaged. This is what I tell students all the time about studying. Excited studying, when you look forward to studying, means you're gonna be a more engaged studier, therefore your studying's gonna be more powerful and you're gonna get better grades. And you do so more efficiently. Same thing with your majors. If you want to, right, Be if you're excited about the major, you're going to be engaged in the material. And therefore, you're going to be a better and more efficient student. And you're going to get better grades in those classes. You're going to go the extra mile. It's not going to be torturous to sit there and rework problems because those problems are things that you're interested in actually knowing and solving. So that excitement factor is gonna go a long way to boosting the potential you have to get great grades and excel. The problem and the reason I think it was very important to have this three-step process is that a lot of students focus on the excitement factor first, but all the excitement in the world is nothing if you don't have a fund of knowledge to support to allow you to excel. All the excitement in the world is great, but if you can't efficiently schedule your classes, it's going to put undue burden on you. That's not going to make that excitement matter. But as a cherry on the sundae, right, as a third component, being excited about your major, man, that's a great life. To be excited about things, to live with passion. That's why I love, right, working with so many students and, and I have my TST coaching program and my TBT coaching program and all my courses. And I go out and I speak because I truly get excited. I get geeked up. <laughs> I get geeked up. To speak to you guys, right? I'm in here, I'm sweating right now because I get so excited bringing you guys a helpful message to help you get there, right? That's why I'm on a mission to empower a million students because it excites me. You guys need to live excited, passionate lives so you can love every single thing, get excited, get geeked up like I do to do your everyday action. So I encourage all you guys to always keep that in mind, but recognize it's not the most important thing. Because we've all been there, right? Where you're excited about a guy or a girl, right? You're excited about some dating prospect, but you know darn well that they're a bad boy or a bad girl or they're bad for you in some way, but you're excited. So just because we're excited about something doesn't mean it's always good for us. We're excited about that extra bowl of ice cream. I love ice cream, (laughs) right? We're excited, but that's extra calories. That's an unhealthy life. We're gonna pay for that later on. So we gotta be smart about it and make sure that we have the other things in place. Can we excel? Can we be efficient? And are we excited about that major? If you can answer those three questions and you can get them all down there, that's the major for you. That simplifies it, guys. Do we understand? I think we're good there. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I'm Dr. Pinesett. As always, what is it? No excuses, just dominate. Let's get there. I encourage all of you guys, if you need help making decisions about your pre-med pathway, if you need resources to get to the top, please visit my website, studenttransformation.com and get into one of my courses, get into one of my coaching programs. Let me mentor you. Let me shape you into your greatness. Check it out, studenttransformation.com and I will see you guys next time. I'm out of here. Today is the day, guys. No more excuses, no more complaining. You're going to take your future in your own hands. You're going to dominate. You're going to be successful. Get to my website, studenttransformation.com. I challenge you, what are you going to do today to make your life better?